going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Core of Capes, where your favorite judges discuss, rate, rank, and if you listen to the last episode, sometimes fight over hero content. We discuss anime, animation, and live action stuff, and we are now on our very final discussion of this newly-liked show by me but nostalgically, like, beloved by my fellow judges, Kim Possible. This is what I call the wrap-up discussion, where we just talk about some of our favorite things, favorite episodes, favorite characters, favorite moments in this banger of a show. Without further ado, let me introduce myself and my fellow judges... (laughs) I am the the renegade. I can't even do it. the renegade darkness correspondent, Judge Shelton. Alongside of me, we have the chaos bringer and your basic average girl, Judge Brown. Why? Thank you, newly minted Judge Shelton. Oh my god! Restored, reinstated. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. How does it feel? You should feel good. Yeah, I mean, it does feel good. JC just went through the process pretty recently. How did it feel for you, JC? Oh, man, it was great to just set the table for you. Ah, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. One who completely does not watch an episode. like. <laughs> well, we also have the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper, with us. Yo, listen up. Have a holla from Ron. Ugh! Yes! Holla at me. Oh, my As God. me and JC's whiteness somehow goes up. Somehow we just got paler. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. But so, Josh, what are we talking about today? All right. So, I mean, we, we're basically talking about uh, some of our favorite episodes ever in this show. So, top 10. You boys have Ooh. your top 10 list. Which is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I um, do. And we also are talking about our top five characters, but with a twist. Oh, yes, indeed. Would you like to share what that twist is, or are we going to say what that is when we get to it? When we get to it. All right. And our top three moments, which is such a small number. Like in I mean, this show. I, I, threw, I threw one honorable mention in there. You all can do as much as you want. Yeah. So I, since it was such a low number, I kind of went berserk and just threw some random stuff out there that I really personally liked. Nice. I think that Curtis and I are going to have at least two of the same top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I'm really interested, guys, that we, we have... We have been taking this show in like a sponge and reviewing it basically frame for frame, minute for minute, episode by episode, season by season. And now we are throwing our opinions out there into the court. For so, hope. okay, how many batches have there been? Like 13. 10? Oh, 13. So 13... <laughs> Now, if we averaged out how long these podcasts have been, what is it, like two hours? More? Something like that. So, like, we've podcasted for nearly, like, 
30 hours about impossible oh yeah yeah Yeah. i mean but that that's just podcasting about it we haven't even count watching how much like we've watched so okay so 22 minutes times 87 episodes that's uh 1914 minutes of impossible divided by 60 that's 31.9 hours. So we have podcasted almost as much as the actual show is in terms of runtime. That is insane. <laughs> Man, if our fans listen to that, kudos to them. And also, I fully accept the blame for that because I am a lunatic when it comes to Impossible. And I fully accept that. Yes, you're, if I'm going to be honest, Curtis, your review style of Kim Possible is very much different than all the other shows. Yeah. Some might even argue a bias. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Curtis had his way, he would literally just go frame by frame talking about yeah. everything uh-huh. that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curtis basically like... had the same reaction that I had to Transformers Prime. Oh, yeah. I, JC was like, like... And this happened, and this happened, and this happened. <laughs> uh, and of course, he came to his zenith with the uh, soda drama. Yep. A famous and infamous moment in our podcast. With the sheer amount of hot point. <laughs> How many was yours? 79. <laughs> 79 hot points? That, that's that got to be like a record. The, the term unholy comes to mind. <laughs> in unholy. the best way. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay, so, I mean... We can start, like, I mean, we've, we've kind of asked, and Curtis, you asked the question on whether or not I am now, like, whether or not I'm a fan of Kim Possible. I said yes. I am a fan of Kim Possible. So, uh, like, some of the greatest moments, and I did throw a character's name out there. Uh, but we can get to that again when we want to talk about our favorite characters in the show. Um, but Curtis, uh, and JC, like, Curtis, on this next watch, is this show better or the same, at, like, in terms of, like, loving on the second watch? So, in terms of my personal love? Yes. So, shockingly, my personal love is the same. Mm. I... I thought there was absolutely no way I would like this show as much as I did when I was a child. Because this oh. show this show was everything to me as a child. I lived and breathed it. I was it, it had me on the edge of my seat every time I watched it. I recorded the episodes, I watched them over and over again, and it was just formative, very formative for me. And mm-hmm. like while it's no longer my favorite show of all time, yes. it's uh it's easily the most nostalgic show of all time for me. And I didn't even realize it was that nostalgic until we started rewatching it. And I was like, oh, these episodes are baked into my soul. Yep. Mm. Yes. Yeah, as you said, it's not your favorite show, which you did reveal on the car ride back from D.C. <laughs> that will that will remain a secret until I deem it otherwise for the public. <laughs> that was absolutely wild. J.C. and I were taken aback. Yep. It was Taken aback. But that is another conversation to be had later. 
Yes, indeed. All right, JC, same question for you. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a very similar answer because yeah. the last time I watched this show, I was like 12 or 13. I watched it all the way through for the first time ever. The only time I watched it from beginning to end all the way through. Of course, mm-hmm. I watched it out of order, I now know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very out of order. Very out of order. So this is my first time in the correct order. Uh, that's the same for you too, right, Curtis? Yes. Yeah. So I am also kind of shocked that I like it as much or more than the last time. And I think some of that has to do just with the fact that the show has the capability of engaging adults. It is sophisticated enough, well-written enough, that we're constantly engaged. Mm -hmm. And as with an adult mind, you get some of the references and the ideas that you just don't get as a kid. And seeing it from that lens made me like it even more somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it, it comes down to the writing, right? Because, like, the moment-to-moment dialogue is so fun and so quippy and so, like, mostly not cringy, like most Disney Channel shows are. Right. Like, it's legitimately funny still. We were so blessed to have that as a, you know, children growing up and now getting to experience it again as adults. Mm-hmm. I, I can't ask for something this good. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I think that definitely speaks to the qualities of shows and shows that, like, live on. Like, shows that were kind of written for children, but that, like, live on. Shows like Avatar The Last Airbender, where, you know, it was written for kids. However, like, adults will watch it and absolutely love it and get more from it. Um, and Batman the Animated Series, and, like, even Dragon Ball Z is kind of the same way. Um, like, that, I feel like they're just, like, the greats that really stand out are shows that are able to do that. Love it. Yep, well said, John. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so, um, so, yeah, I, I kind of want to just start diving into our top 10 episodes but i was wondering if we can maybe do this in a different fashion all right we usually we usually say our list 10 or from the bottom to the top right um but individually individually but since this is a wrap-up and since this is our opinions on such a large piece uh, like of content, the entire show, I was wondering if we could start from the bottom, go to the top, but each individually say like the so episode. I, so I will say 10, JC say his 10, and then Curtis say his 10. I love it. Let's do it. All right. And so I feel like it's a great way to bounce off conversation and be like, ooh, that's like, I forgot about that, or like, yo, that's a crazy take, or I'm so for that. You know, kind of like that. And then I'll, I'll wait until the end to do my honorable mentions for the episodes, because there's a lot of them, and I assume you all will cover some of them. Yeah, it was really hard. I did not write any honorable mentions, uh, which is very unlike me. I usually would just throw a ton of honorable mentions in there, but yeah, you know, I was trying to do a definitive list. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like, I didn't do a comprehensive sweep through every episode. So there might be some that I'm going to be like, okay, guys, you just gave a great point and that should be on my top 10 list. But yeah, but I'm going to keep mine the way it is. No. I'm, yeah. I'm I all these episodes, <laughs> but it could very easily change with discussion here. 
I, I'm kind of the same way. However, I mean, I've only seen these episodes once, while you guys have seen these episodes multiple times. Um, yeah. So, so like my memory of them might be a little hazy on some That's things. That's um, but let's dive right in. I feel like my list will be way more chaotic. So are we <laughs> wanting to start with me or the anchor, which is Curtis? Let's start with you. Oh, I, say, okay. I say we do what we did the last time and we just end with Curtis being the definitive list again. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. You guys might be surprised that my number 10 is graduation part two. Oh, gosh. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. On one hand, yes, way too low. Probably warrants a penalty, but I won't do that two episodes in a row. Um, but on the other hand... It made I'm the happy, list! I'm, I'm just happy it's on the list, yeah. Yeah, it made the list! Part one sure didn't. No, part one did not. Gosh. <laughs> so, Josh, okay. why, why, why did it make the list? All right, so it made the list for many reasons that you guys had mentioned in the last episode. The call-outs, I feel like there were a lot more call-outs in part two than there were part one um, yeah. to past things. Uh, the moments with Draken and Shigo uh, and all four of them together, I loved those moments where with Shigo, yeah. Draken, Ron, and Kim. I feel like that's that was like some of the best parts of it. Uh, you mean you mean Team Drac Possible? Ooh, okay. I love it. <laughs> Draco Possible. No, I, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So yeah, I feel like yeah, graduation part two was much stronger, and I think you guys agree. It it was just the the finale. It was a it was a good finale of the show, and it, it's it's hard not to put it on the list. Nice. Okay. Is it time for me then? Yep. Yes. My number 10 is Team Impossible. Ah, that's very JC take, and I like it. Yep. We had a CPA called out in that episode, and it stole my heart. Yep. All right. and of course, you know, we got Team Impossible. So it's it's just a good episode. We got good stuff going on. It was fun. I liked it. All right, Curtis, you're number 10. My number 10, and I, I know I'm alone on this island, is uh, Oh Boys. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That did not I even come to mind, bro. I know. Did not even come to mind. But here's the thing. Those songs in that episode... <laughs> means so much to me and they are so deeply ingrained in my brain yeah and uh yeah they're just they're just great and i I thought i think the episode's hilarious and i love ron's arc in that episode where he goes from like oh oh boy that's a girl thing to like i love the oh boys yeah the oh boys was so last month though Oh gosh! Yeah, yeah. That I mean, and not- their songs continue to make appearances in the show. Exactly. Sonny. They made it. It made an impact on the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. All, All right, right. Next up. Are we ready for my number nine? Bring it on. Clean it slate. Oh gosh. Yeah, I was expecting that at some yeah. point. Josh, you're just killing me. Nah, nah. Clean slate was freaking hilarious, man. I mean, it was... It was hilarious. It was so freaking funny. And Draken's my, my favorite, like, 
Oh, gosh. He... It's just... JC, I know you've expressed your grievances about the episode, all right? But I here just absolutely love Clean Slate at number nine. And, I mean, you could be happy that it's not even higher, because at my first list, it was. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, word. Oh, man. But, JC, hit us with your number nine. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Hey, wait, wait. Did you guys ever get watch, like, Animal Planet, like, the top ten, like, where they would talk about, like, the oh. deadliest, like, something, yes. right? Yes, yes. I love that so much. So, I just think of that. Number nine. And just, you'd just be so entranced. Oh, what's next? What's next? <laughs> well, my number nine is Exchange. Ooh, okay. I like that it's on the list, my boy. Yeah, let's go. The very, the very first episode with uh, the Yamanuchi School in Japan and Yuri. So that, that this had to make it for me. And we have to interrupt this uh, regularly scheduled uh, exercise to say happy birthday to one Curtis Cooper. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> Come Too out. Bad. I'm bad. <laughs> oh, is that a weird In case anyone realizes, uh, it just. The clock literally just struck midnight, so therefore it is Curtis's birthday. So, with along with that, Curtis, I think it is time for you to open a certain gift that has oh, been man. prepared for you. I don't think I'm ready for this, Jason. <laughs> man, I don't know. I'm fearful for what this could be. <laughs> All right, let me see. Um, All right, let's see if I can actually do this. Yeah, oh, that's fine. The space. Oh yeah, boy. How's Love it going, it. boys? All right, so this is this is the bag here. We we had a live unboxing video. It's an Amazon bag from one Jameson Carl. <laughs> Jameson Carlisle, actually, that's his full name. All right, so I'm gonna reveal it. Ooh, okay, Kim oh, possible. Wait, how did you get this? <laughs> so not the drama. Dang, man. JC, JC, this, this is the best tank tank top I've ever owned, other than the one I'm wearing now, which is what Josh got me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Look at us knowing you. All right, I'm putting it on right now. Y'all are going to get to see some, some good things, me being yeah. shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I hope we don't get flagged. No, I think on uh, YouTube we're okay, but Twitch YouTube, is, it's okay. Yeah, Twitch is where it's not. <laughs> JC, it fits perfectly. Amen. Look at that. You look amazing. Never look Thank better. Thank you, sir. I can now rep the brand when I go work out. Yes, indeed. And can we just talk about how amazing we all are that we're recording the finale of Impossible on your birthday, and I got to give you this in the middle of all this? Yes. Everything's coming up me today, isn't it? (laughs) All of the delays have all paid off now. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I can't argue with that. (laughs) So, Jason, where did you buy this? When did I buy it? Did you buy it off Amazon? I guess you did. 
Yeah, no, I literally, I was timing it perfectly so that it would arrive at your house today. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. I mean, because anything could happen. I know, I was praying, but it worked out. So I'm just ecstatic about that. Well, happy birthday, man. Thanks, man. That's pretty legit. Yep. Well, you are the best. Oh, I think. So with all that said, I guess we can go back to our exercise. I said that my number nine was exchange. And Curtis's number nine. My number nine is the golden years. Whoa! <gasps> I thought it was going to be so much higher. I love this episode, my boys. I absolutely love this episode. It is possibly the funniest dragon ever was. And uh, the ice cream bit was amazing. <laughs> the whole him, like, taking over, like, the elderly population and rolling with it was amazing. Him saying your uh, lemon squares are not all that is amazing. <laughs> just... Yes. So good. Such a good I think, episode. I think the only reason it wasn't higher was that the, the B plot wasn't as good. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because, so. like, to me, what makes the absolute cream of the crop Kim Possible episodes are the A and B plots both being compelling. Yeah. I'm quite impressed that we haven't overlapped at all yet. Are really? we about to? Like, there's... we've all... There's been six unique episodes. Yeah, I, but, uh, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, that, that, that just, I mean, yeah. I mean, our number one's all the same. Right? I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> you Is doubt it? it? Oh, come on. All right. Well, okay, well, I'm going to start with my number nine. Late, or not number nine. Wow, this is... It shows number nine because for some reason the number is messed up on my iPad. But my number eight, bad boy. Ooh, good boy. Oh, I love that. Evil Ron taking it. I mean, we had a lot of discussion over Evil Ron because the dude was effective. He was entertaining, theatrical, wasn't dealing with any of Shigo shenanigans. Nope. Like... It was great to see Ron, that level, Will Friedle expand on his, you know, just his capabilities, and then just putting Ron's character in a completely different light to the test, you know, like, and it was very creative. Like, there's a lot of times, and we saw in this last batch, just other characters switching roles, and it can be done well, and it can be done poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Ron, Evil Ron, and Shigo, good Shigo, done well. Done poorly, I don't even remember his name. John from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, John that Walker. Was, yeah, that John was Walker. dumb. Yes, that's done poorly. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be done well. It can be done poorly. But yep, that's my number eight, JC. Oh, man. Um, I went back and forth on including this episode, but... On even including the episode, wow. Yeah, just because uh, I don't like necessarily the idea of overlap, but I ultimately ended up including it just because it, it has a special place in my heart, and that is Go Team Go. 
Oh, gotcha. And what do you mean? What do you mean overlap? Because Stop Team Go might appear on this list. Dude, those are two different episodes. Come on. <laughs> you like that is... Team Go so much, JC. <laughs> or Team They're Go Orient. It's lore and it's superhero lore. Of course I love it. And it's Shigo related. Come on. And it's Shigo related. It's her family. It's her brothers. Come on. But yeah, so I really like Go Team Go and it was a fun episode and it was a very Shigo centric episode too. We got to see her reaction to her brothers and all that and good time good time also team goes theme is awesome yes it's a slap it's a banger it's a bop, bop. Mm-hmm. all right uh my number eight is two to tutor oh i um, like that it's on the list my boy just an absolutely delightful episode probably the first S-tier Kim Possible episode that we that we got to. Mm. Like, I remember that being like the turning point where like we were all like, oh, this this is higher level than this mm. season one nonsense. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean... I gotta be honest, I forgot to include that in my list. We, I mean, we, we mentioned um, we, I mean, we kind of mentioned offhandedly that, you know, or you guys did that Bonnie and SSJ were meant to be together, but I mean, Shigo and SSJ, I mean, it still kind of hit, you know? Like, when oh, we were hit. experiencing it, I mean, I wish kind of shipping them. No, I agree with that. They uh-huh. were an excellent duo in this episode. Yep. All right, so next it's me up. next. So this would be, my gosh, these numbers are annoying. Why did it do this? There we go. All right. So at number seven, right? Yep. I This might be a just me episode. All right. So just me and my entertainment. And there's a lot of things that go into this, such as nostalgia for other shows where it was trying to <laughs> I know. reach. We all, we all know what this is. Oh, uh, yeah. So all at I number seven, the, heck out of it. the fearless ferret. Yeah. I mean, it was probably one of my favorite Ron moments. I loved him taking the role and just the comedy of it all. Adam yeah. West, I mean, and Will Friedle. I It was just Batman and Robin. It was great. This episode was made for you. It, it was. Oh, yeah. It really was. It, I, I loved it so much. I had so much fun. I was getting so giddy with the, the voice cast, all of it. I just wish somehow they included Kevin Conroy. That would have been that would have been great. You would have died in heaven. I would have. I mean, three Batmans in one cast. Oh, my gosh. That That's just on a completely different level. So yeah, seven. I'm is... happy for you, Josh. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Next Jesse. up for me might be unexpected, but fashion victim. I was gonna ask if anyone really? went fashion victim because there was some good things about it, um, but you know, the bark and humor did it for me. This is yeah. my oh, yeah, the bark because yeah, it's because there was the bark and trapped in the yeah. cargo container. That was some. That was one of the funniest jokes in the entire series. Yep, and I placed that moment 
ranked so heavily in the episode that it just I just said this is my bark and representation on my top ten list, and I stand by it. I love that episode. It's such a funny ending. I don't blame you. Yeah. I like that you all had two unique ones for your number sevens, because mine is basic. My number seven is Go Team Go. Uh, nice. Yeah. Love that, ep- love that episode. Still, probably, if I balanced it all out, the episode that I know the most intimately from, like, a moment-to-moment basis. Like, I could quote most of the episode. Yep. And that is the first time we've had one episode uh, be named twice on our top ten list. Kind of impressive. Yeah. Oh, well, are you ready for another one? Yeah, let's do it. All right. At number six, I have two to tutor. Nice. Yep. A little higher in the list. I loved it. I shipped SSJ and Shigo all the way. And honestly, it was some of SSJ's best moments. Because for me, sometimes he's on and off. But this time, he was absolutely hilarious. And I loved how he kept uh, shutting Triple S out. Because he, yeah. he wanted to be a part of it so so badly. But then he, he's like, no, I'm doing my own thing. It was great. And they were effective. Like, they were such a good team. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, they were such a good team. So, <laughs> at number six, two to tutor. And it had a great it had a great B plot with uh, Ron having to teach Kim home ec. Oh yeah, where he was like <laughs> the master was, no, chef and he was literally doing lunch and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It is so good. All right, JC. All right, guys. This might be the inclusion that I'm the most proud of that I thought to put this here. Number six, a very possible Christmas. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, what a good that's episode. Good. I think this was the first element of foreshadowing that Kim might like Ron because she gave him that kiss on the cheek. Yes, yes she did. and I thought about putting it on because I do have my notes like this was the first time where something could have possibly happened between them two and it was just, yeah, yeah. I'm it, proud of it. it. I love it, it. It was a good moment. There was a, yeah. And, and just the Drac and Ron team up. Oh, so oh yes, and well, like them fighting in the in the snow at first, and then like, yeah. oh yeah, that was great. Such a good moment for Snowman Hank. Uh, ah. <clears throat> we're yeah, we're definitely tracking a bunch in season two and three. Yeah. Yep. All right, Curtis. Number, number six. six, bad boy. Ooh, yeah, so another recurrence. Let's go. Yep, love the episode, love Evil Ron, love love his relationship with Shigo, love good boy Draken. He was hilarious. And, oh, we forgot to talk about, okay, um, I love that they brought back the Coco Moo joke in Stop Team Go. Yes, <laughs> yes, and they, all call, and they all called it Coco Moo. Like, it's little Rufus so... was like, mm, Coco Moo. Like, ah, oh, that was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, that warmed my heart. Oh, uh, except I think they were going with hot chocolate at that time, which I think is disgusting, so. Yes, we know you hate hot drinks. Let's move on. Yes. Number five. All right, so top five, boys. We're on top five. Isn't it exciting? Top five. Top five. Number five. I have steel wheels. I mean, it's great. 
I mean, it's the best Motorhead thing. We got Motorhead. We got him pit like making she go mad. It was absolutely hilarious. The cousin Eddie bit. The Felix stuff too. Uh, yep. On another level. It was just on on another level. I was laughing at all the bits. You guys know I was not so pro Motorhead when you guys were. And we had this discussion that maybe, like, because you knew where Motorhead was going to go. Yeah. Well, we got there with Motorhead, and so I was like, okay, this makes total sense now. This is freaking hilarious. The the rift between Draken and Motorhead. Ugh. Don't, don't worry, bro. Air guitar will come. Yeah! Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Green babe. <laughs> um, I like green it. magic. <laughs> but yeah. All right, JC, number five. Number five is Stop Tingo. Yeah, there it is. Ooh, there nice. it is. Had to include it. Solid episode. Love it. That's my evil Ron representation. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so wait. So does that mean Bad Boy is not on his list, Curtis? I don't think it is. It's mm. not. Oh, shoot. Like I said, I, I, there's there's a lot of things that could have been that just weren't. Yeah. There's only 10 spots. I, I know, right? Wait. 10 episodes out of so many. A lot of them deserve to be in these spots or higher. It's just I had to pick 10. Yeah. Uh, I, right, mean, I just don't know how extensive of a like a, a look through you can really do because honestly, I just got on Disney Plus and like went through the episodes and compared my notes and was just like, oh yeah, like I love that. Oh, like oh yeah, and I started getting hype and I was like, okay, yeah, I know what I want. Yeah, there's 30 episodes that belong in the top 10. That's the reality. Easy. All right, number five, Curtis. Number five is Steel Wheels. Oh shoot! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we synced up. That's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, my word. I love it. Uh, so that is so unexpected. I thought maybe we would have a higher chance of our top three being in the same place. But, yeah. Oh, love it. Just a wonderful episode. Like, Draken is hilarious. Special shout-out to Mama Lipsky. Oh, who was in yes. Episode in the beginning where she's like, Cousin Eddie. I'm about to reveal something about this list. I almost put Mother's Day on this list. Oh, Dude, I, was, I, I, I was eyeballing it. I was, I, eyeballing. I was like, I almost put, I like, I had it down and I was like, mm, do I, do I want? And then I ended it. Yeah, it's not on the list. Oh my gosh. But I love it. Finally. So, like the same. <laughs> oh man. All right. So my turn at number four, and this guy probably doesn't come as much as a surprise to you guys, because this one, like, I love this one a lot, but number four is Exchange. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I... You do realize that's a Monkey Fist episode, right? I do. I know, right? But I don't think of it as a Monkey Fist episode. He, like, literally takes the back of my mind, because it was just Yuri and Ron. Yeah. To me, that's all it was. Just Yuri and Ron. And as you know, I was shipping them harder than him and KP. I take it back now. Like I'm, I'm totally, hey, I'm totally, I'm totally all for KP and Ron, especially after watching this last batch. So yeah, much character it. development. And, yep. <laughs> but I was, I was all for Yori and Ron. It was just to me like a match made 
just by the gods, and they I were completely just agree. they were just so cute together. So and it was great. And for some reason, like some of the best moments, I I've I've voiced this quite often, is that I do I didn't like the moments where Ron wasn't who he was, like right where he would change, like something didn't make sense to me. Um, where he was acting like weird and he wasn't being himself. I didn't like Ron's this moment. But, yeah, like Ron Millionaire and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but when he would dive further into himself like and be his true self, that was like, those moments spoke out to me so much. Like, a lot of those Fire. moments made it onto this list. Fire. All right. So, you're number four, JC. My number four is emotion sickness. Ooh, yeah, I love it. Yes, yes, like indeed. One of the episodes that makes me go, "Ooh, doctor!" No, <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. It's just there were fireworks. What can I say? Yeah, there, there were, there were. All right, That's Curtis. All. Oh yes, number four. Number four. Stop, team, go. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. Love that episode. Heavily nostalgic. Yeah. Chigo, I... is, Chigo is based. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this, but I feel like your guys' love for Team Go might be slightly nostalgic. Oh, it, it uh, absolutely is. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, it is. Let, let's face it. All four of those bozos are boring characters. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> are. But like ever, but like they were barely in Stop Team Go. Yeah. yeah, I do like that you guys like them though. Like that's that's cool. All right, so top three. Now this is some big moments here, guys. Top three. Oh, top three. So this... I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Bring it on, Josh. I'm ready to yell. Yeah, you can be ready all you want. <laughs> so this here, guys, I think is peak Draken. Number three. Some, like, like, just something that I absolutely love, absolutely peak Draken, and it just took the cake for me, or the ice cream in Golden Years. Nice. I just absolutely loved it so much. I'll be, I I think, like, about the episode all the time. It's Draken being Draken and just going 100% in, taking the hits and shigo was dishing out hits too and he was just rolling with the punches i don't care i got my army and they may be some old people but we're gonna <laughs> do something with it like like it was just so great and him as the ice cream truck guy which was kind of foreshadowing to him and being the cupcake guy you know the whole business motto he has a business mindset because he was good with that truck well, and foreshadowing him taking over Bueno Nacho. Yes! With the little Diablos. Yep. Man, it was... I just loved Golden Years a lot. And um, and Nana, too. We get the Lemon Squares. And at first, I was just kind of like, eh, on Nana. But then I was like, nah, Nana is awesome. And we yep. got... We got the line to right where Curtis, you mentioned it. You know where it's like you're. You think your lemon squares are all that? <laughs> <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. 
it was it was great. I wish we had more Nana lore though. You know? Yeah. And we didn't get much of a Nana team up. We got it in the uh, the live action movie. Huh, what? Um. But yeah. So Golden Years is my number three. Now JC. Well, yes. <laughs> JC, okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> JC's number three. Um, I'm, I'm it's gonna... not. All right, so it's not graduation or rap and dragon because I think those are his top two. I think so too. Um, Josh, what are your predictions about his number three? Well, like, all right. Well, uh, wait. Uh, JC, graduation part two and part one. Do you have them together on this list or separate? You're going to have to decide. Oh. Uh, I think you put them together. If he did put them together, then that changes things. Mm, it's not sick days, even though that was a bomb episode. Oof. He did, did he, Curtis, did he like the, the, what do you call it? Which which season? Like we gotta think of which season it is. Which one has he not brought up yet? Uh, I mean, it, season two was huge. Season two was huge. I'm looking at season three, and it's not emotion sickness. No. Steel wheel? No. Did it, he, it could be steel wheels. It could be steel wheels. Did he like steel wheels as much know. as he as know. we did? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he ranked it as high as we did. Mm. Okay, JC, did you count So the Drama as an episode? Do you count it as a movie separately? I, no, I did not. What yeah, about Eddie from A Sitch in Time? Fast, Present, or Future? Are you asking me, or are you... No, I was asking Curtis. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he did count those separately, because I think that's how he watched them originally. So yeah, I'm gonna but... say Future is number three. Yeah, I think I'm good with that, too. All right, JC, reveal number three. <laughs> You're not going to expect this. Graduation part one. Oh, see, I, uh, kn I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> silly man. So, so, so then it probably... Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Bum, bum, bum. We have a problem, Curtis. We got to figure it out. That's his number three. Uh-huh. Well, then I think it's Rap and Drack and then Graduation Part 2 at the top. Oh, wait, you've already said Emotion Sickness? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. We're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I agree with Curtis. Yep, yep. All right, so, Curtis, you're number three. Number three, Emotion Sickness. Ah, solid. Love it. Fabulous, fabulous episode. Fabulous batch. All the emotions... Freaking Draken and Shigo flirting around being cute, foreshadowing things. Mm -hmm. Kim and Ron flirting around being cute, foreshadowing things. Yep. And uh, Draken sucking his thumb. Yeah. Oh, it's so iconic. So iconic. So great. All right. Speaking number of emotion two. sickness, at number two, I do have emotion sickness. Very solid. Yep. I loved all of it. Like, it was great. All of it. I, yeah, you've already spoken about it, and we we spoke a lot about that episode when it came up. <laughs> so yeah, 
JC, you're number two. Nice. It is Rap and Dragon. I knew it. Are you serious? <laughs> Curtis did indeed call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll, I'll go ahead and state this here. I, I counted Sitchin Time as a movie, so I did not include it in my ranking. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But here's the here's the deal, Josh. What does JC value more than finales? Nothing. <laughs> yes, I get it. I get it. All Curtis, right, your number two. Your number, two. number two, I have graduation, graduation. part one and two. Yeah. Oh, one. you pulled a me. Yeah. Dude. I, I thought that was going to happen because you hadn't mentioned graduation, and I know Curtis oh. what your number one is. So. Yep. This is this is one of those rare times where I did something unexpected. I really had a character development because I split up an episode, and Good I job, even Chris. put another episode between them. Like that's unheard of for me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyways, the the top three. Well, I guess I mean I don't have my same top three, but teach them. We all got a motion sickness somewhere. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right. So for my number one, ladies and gentlemen, call it predictable, call it basic. I don't freaking care. Rapping Draken is an absolute banger. One of the finest and pieces of television we've watched on Court of Capes. Period. Yep. It sure is. It's we gonna got... be. It's gonna be my most rewatched episode. Oh, easily. But not. Yeah. But not the episode with the most heart. Which is why yeah. I, of course, put Graduation Part 2 at number one. Rappin' Draken has peak Ron and peak Draken at the same time. Yes. And, like, that is just unfair. Yeah. And also, Shigo with some underrated lines in this episode when she's just eviscerating Draken. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was the best Shigo. I love that. I wish I wish we got more references to the naked mole rap that it occurred. Um, other than we get the tune, which is yeah. you know Rufus's theme as well. Um, but like we got references, we got like three separate references to Doctor D's shampoo. You know, yeah. right? There was there was one or two quick references uh, to the naked mole rap where I think. Ron said a couple of the lines one time. Well, and... yeah, they were, when they were trying to come up with a theme themselves, because Team Possible, oh, right. Team Possible, yeah. or Team Impossible, yeah, mm -hmm. Team Impossible had their theme, and he said that's what makes them better than everybody, or better than us, because they have a theme. So then right. he was, like, trying to present the Naked Mole rap as their theme, which, yeah. Yeah. That was a good reference. All right, so Curtis, you're number one then. Rapping Dragon. Yeah, absolutely. That was not a hot take at all. No question all at all. I was expecting JC to feel the same, but. Well, you know, it's a very, very close call for me. Like, they're right up there at the same tier. It's just, I had to give it to graduation part two because that's where all the feels are. No, I totally understand. And, like, I went back and forth with Graduation Part 2 being at the top. Yeah. And the Just because, like, that, it wraps up everything so effortlessly. And the fact that I put Rappin' Draken nestled between the Graduation Part says something about its quality. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I guess. Another list where my bottom is JC's top. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, what, so... What good list? What great... Yeah. Just smorgasbord of episodes that we pulled from. Quick, quickly, I had some honorable mentions. I'll only mention the ones that you all haven't mentioned. Okay. Okay. Uh, mind games from season one when uh, Kim and Ron switched bodies and Draken switched bodies with the one military officer. I thought that was an amazing episode. Oh, that's right. An, an early glimpse at peak Draken. Nice. Uh, partners, when uh, D and Amy teamed up with Draken, I'm surprised it wasn't on Josh's list. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Well, I mean, I was I was gonna bring it up as an honorable mention, but yeah. Uh, car trouble. When Kim learns to drive, and uh, Draken kidnaps Doctor Freeman, who, and they have a great dynamic. No, that's right. Uh, Is that the guy who created like all the technology, like the living toaster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was great. Um, Ron Millionaire. Yes, I love that episode. So good. Uh, Sick day was great, but it was attached to another meh episode. Um, oh no, yo no. Thought that was a great one. Yes. Uh, Ill suited and Mad Dogs and Aliens. Yeah. Those were good. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah. 30 in the top 10. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. I already mentioned, like, my, my honorable mention was going to be Mother's Day. I. That one was a ton of fun. Um. And uh, I, I, I'm i going to bring out Animal Attraction. I thought that one was a lot of fun, too, with the Animology quiz. Yeah, that, that was a fun <laughs> one. I think that, like, right. yeah, it was some SSJ, and it kind of hinted at, like, SSJ and KP kind of being destined together. And I thought they were going to play that, like, even more so, but they didn't. <laughs> That's funny that they kind of pulled you along with that. Yeah. So... All right, so now we move on to our top five characters. Before we do that, could we very quickly take this moment to go over the official final villain rankings? Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so um, this is the final chance to rectify any changes we want to make before it's definitive. So I'm going to read from bottom to top are unadulterated. Oh, wait. We forgot to rank Warhawk. Oh, that's right. Shoot. I'm, I just, guess gonna, I'm, I'm just putting him someplace. Screw you guys. Yeah, do <laughs> it. Do it. Alright, let's see. Um, D tier. What'd you say? D tier. Yeah, that's what I'm going to put him at. Yeah. Um, I'll put him I'll put him at the top of D tier. Okay. Alright. So, bottom to top. Dr. Finn, <laughs> Chester Yapsby, and the Roaches. <laughs> oh, God. Roachy. The Jackal. The Knights of Rodigan. They existed. Nanny Mame. Malcolm. Oh, that, that lady. Yeah. Malcolm Nevius. The BBs. Summer Gale and the Zombie Snowmen. <laughs> And at the top of F tier, we have Captain Black Eye Brown. Oh my gosh. 
the worst Draken bit ever in the show. Yeah, that was not great. So that was F tier. Then going from the bottom of D tier to the top, we have Commodore Puddles, Vinny Wheeler, Roland Pond, The Fashionistas, Falsetto Jones, Camille Leon, Aviarius, Miss Hatchet from the Librarian episode. Oh. Uh, Adrenaline. Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Team Go. And Warhawk at the top of D tier. I make a motion to move Adrenaline into the C tier because of her contribution to my life. <laughs> that is the wildest thing, JC, because you're always so anti-Adrenaline. I might well, have just Josh, 180. Well, Josh, do you check off on Oh, that? yeah, I'm totally for it. Because she was making right. kids jump off of rooftops. <laughs> at the uh, bottom of uh, C tier? Where at? At the bottom of C tier? Who would that place her under? Fukushima. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. Adrenaline gets her redemption at the 11th hour. And the <laughs> the random parade for Pop Pop's Popcorn Chicken. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was so random in that episode. Yeah. All, All right. right. So bottom, bottom of C tier, Adrenaline, Fukushima, the Yono, White Stripe. Gil with two L's, Jack Hinch, Electronique, Warmonga, The Master, Frugal Luker at the top. I like Bye. how The Master and Frugal Luker are right beside each other. Yeah, because <laughs> they're both they're both a couple of sillies. Yes, they are. All right, B tier. Hank Perkins, Dean Amy, Team Impossible, Monkey Fist. And Duff Killigan at the top. Nice. A tier, we have Bonnie Rockwaller and Motor Ed. All alone. S tier, we have SSJ, Professor Dementor, Evil Ron, and Triple S at the top of S tier. And then a very special tier was created for two very special people close to our hearts uh. and who will forever be immortalized in Court of Tapes history. In S plus tier, we have Shigo and then Dragon at the very tip top. As Absolutely. he deserves. Absolutely. Yep. Congratulations to us on creating what I think is a definitive perfect list. Yeah, I don't really have any qualms with any of this. Where is Evil Ron again? He is overall on the list, he's number three. Okay. Below, well, no, he's number four. Below Dragon, Shigo, and Triple S. Oh, okay. I just didn't hear you say that, so I was... Okay. Yeah. So, quick question. Uh, did we want to do anything else? I, I can't remember. Did we already talk about every KP video game, Curtis? You know uh, what? We, we kind of uh, stopped kinda just... doing that. <laughs> the problem is, there's only so much time in the day. And yeah. I was able to beat Impossible 3. Um, it was solid. Didn't like it as much as 2. And I started Impossible 4 on DS. Mm -hmm. and I just got to playing and doing other things. Yeah. But honestly, like, honestly, like, to everyone who's curious about the Kimbozzle video games, I'd say play the Game Boy Advance ones, specifically 2 and 3, because those are by far what everybody agrees are the good ones in the series. And, oh, so you don't uh, like yeah. the DS one that much? I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia for the DS one, but it's not nearly as good. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. mate. 
there is one on PS2, Kim Possible 5, that I've never played, where you get to play as Kim and Shigo. Ooh, I like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Where I think I think Ron and Draken get kidnapped by Dr. Dementor. What? Which is fun. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, everybody should give that a look if you're into that. Um, but, yeah. And then the last Kim Possible game, Kim Possible 6, was another DS game. And believe it or not, the main antagonist of that game was Gemini. Yikes. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Adrenaline was one of the bad guys in that game. So you can see how they <laughs> were scra scraping the bottom, the bottom of the barrel. And I yeah. think Motorhead was in that. Ooh, that's fun. Dang. <sighs> All right. Josh, did, you, did you have any other... Uh food-related things to talk about? Wait, since uh, didn't, kind of your so didn't we want to do the top five characters as well, with a twist? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, there was another food that was mentioned, actually, in this batch of episodes, this past batch of episodes that we had just watched, and that was Pop Pops, like, um, Pork Puffs. Yeah. Um, which probably go on the bottom of the list. Yeah. Um, so this is the list here, and it's been the same. I don't think there's any been any like been any changes. Um, the bottom would be pop pops, or uh, pork puffs, the huevadilla or the huevadilla, the naco, the breakfast naco, the bueno nacho tacadilla, the bueno nacho mucho guacamaco, the bueno nacho quasa or quesachanga, the bueno nacho chimarito. The Bueno Nacho Quesarito. I'm salivating, literally thinking of Taco Bell right now. Oh, I <laughs> um, Pop Pops Popcorn Chicken and Pop Pops Mini Corn Dogs at number one forever. Mini Corn Dogs! Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Nice. All right. I think the Naco is criminally low, but otherwise a great list. Yeah, it's just a lot. Like, it's iconic. It's very yeah. iconic, and, I mean, that could be for its thing, but in terms of, like, would I go to Bueno Nacho, and I would only I would only order it just for the show, and then, like, probably not again for a while, just to say I tried it, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I, I could totally do a Kim Possible-themed restaurant. Like, heck yeah. <laughs> yes. The mini corn dogs and popcorn chicken. Like, you sit at a table, right? And usually restaurants will bring out bread. Well, you get the choice. Either a little basket of popcorn chicken or a little basket of mini corn dogs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We need to make it fun. <laughs> All right. So, the next thing we're doing is our top five characters with a twist. Curtis, would you care to explain? Yeah, so basically, um, we're going to go from top to bottom this time. We're going to go around the clock, just like we did with the uh, with the uh, episodes. But here's the deal. Once a character is mentioned, they are off the board. And you have to choose a different one if yeah. uh, they're taken off the board. Yeah, that and is wild. Because uh, otherwise, we'd all just pick the same, like, four or five, four or five characters. Which yeah. is boring. Yep. So uh, be prepared, because uh, JC, <laughs> you get the first character pick. Be prepared. Oh, oh man. So I... who's your number one? 
Um, I mean, just go honest. Don't you don't have to you don't have to think about it. I know. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go basic first of all. Yeah. Let's let's get our. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 gonna do it. Ron Stoppable. Hey. Wow. Okay. Just I a stupendous, someone. stupendous person. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be honest. Now that he's been taken off, he was at my number two. So. <laughs> he is the absolute heart of the show. Yes. Yeah. He really is. He really grows on me like a ton. Like at first, I was kind of apprehensive on him, but then he just literally he grew on me so much. Yeah. All right. Josh, you're up. All right. So then I'm just going to go and just throw Draken out there. I mean, <laughs> come on now. I, I cannot, without a doubt, like, without my heart, like, Draken. With a bullet. No doubt. Draken is one of the most entertaining characters in the entire show. One of the most entertaining characters I've seen in a show is great. Yep. He's just, John DiMaggio is just on another level, and it's just so great hearing him do that and also thinking of, like, Jake the Dog. It's, he's, he's a very skilled voice actor, and I think he probably had an absolute blast playing this character. Oh, I bet. All right, Curtis. All right, my, my number one is Shigo. Yep, that was my number three. <laughs> makes sense makes sense uh i will forever stamp can uh, I? JC, jc who's your number two can i pick good shigo yes she's on my yeah. list oh man totally different character my dude <laughs> yes oh gosh oh oh man so for my number two i am conflicted <laughs> where is your heart telling you conflicted what is my heart telling me yep I don't know I don't have one <laughs> oh I am the darkness correspondent oh gosh I just had a you can do this Josh I don't know if I can um Let's just go out and say it, because I, I had... No, I can't. There's only been one. Oh, gosh. Um. Since, I guess, it is... I'm going to go with Evil Ron. Ah, I was gonna Good choice. That. He was yep. on my list as well. Yeah, I was hoping buddy. to get both Ron and Evil Ron. Ah, you can't do that to me. <laughs> oh, man. Just absolutely theatrical. It, it was so much fun. And, like, I've grown to just love Will Friedel, so. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, my, my number two, after those have been taken off the board, is Kim Possible. There you, there <laughs> you go. Because, uh, I mean, sure, like, it can be argued, like, oh, yeah, like, she's, like, basically just someone who succeeds all the time and, like, is kind of generic. But, like, yeah, Superman's that way, too, as well as Captain America. And, and they don't get any grief for it. Yeah. So, Kim Possible is up there alongside them. Dang. I am going to pull out 
someone slightly unexpected, I think. Monique. Ooh. Wow. Raven okay. Simone killed it as Monique, in my opinion. And I loved her. She brought a fun dynamic to the show. Kim needed a female friend, and she was just amazing. Loved it. Yeah, she went. Yeah, Raven Simone being the voice actor went quite under the radar for us. Well, I mean, we we rarely mentioned it ever. It came up the first time, at least. Yeah, yeah. But like, Raven killed it. I loved it. She was an amazing character. All right, boys. Are you ready for number, number three? Bring it on. Number three. Rufus. Ah, Just love me some Rufus. Oh, man. Just like I'm looking at him right now in the in the thumbnail for the Naked Mole Rap, and he's just sitting there at the microphone ready to give that intro beat. Yeah. Oh, man. And he was such a good friend to Ron, and I love how he grew as, like, as a character, but also became, like, more independent in doing his own thing, where he was sometimes just, like, like, just small things like there was one time where they were jumping out of uh, uh they were jumping out of the airplane right where he had where um, ron had han hana with him and rufus had his own parachute like just doing his own thing where usually he's attached at the hip i love rufus he's the greatest friend rufus is just awesome yeah all right so Curtis, are you up or is it JC? No. Curtis. Curtis. Mr. Stephen Barkin. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Stevie. One of, one of the funniest characters in the whole show. From the very moment he's introduced, he's just a riot most of the time. Patrick Warburton. Man, such a good role. That's my second favorite role for him, probably in voice acting. After Family Ron? Guy, Fam oh, Family Guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he was Buzz Lightyear, yeah, automatically that my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have not seen the show, so we'll fix that someday. <laughs> someday. Okay. Your number four. So, my number four. I'm going to blow your guys' minds. Adrenaline. Are you serious? But you gave her so much crap, what? JC. What the heck, JC? And I would fight for her. I <laughs> fought for her so much. And Curse and I literally, an episode that you weren't a part of. <laughs> when you had to leave early for some reason. I forgot what well, it was right. for. And, and right. Curse and I literally snuck her up the rankings. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we totally did. I, I was quite upset about that, and and all of this, the reaction that you're giving me right now, makes this so worth it. Oh my gosh, bro! I mean, I, I support. I mean, well, I don't know if I support it because that's wild with the cast of characters that are in this show. But <laughs> but she made me so happy with defying your expectations with my meme call out of. Curtis, just choose adrenaline, and him being like, chaos theory, I will. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, and that, that single moment, I almost put that moment as one of my top moments for this show when she cameoed. Oh my word. <laughs> but instead of doing that, since I only had three moments, I had to just go ahead and say that Adrenaline was one of my favorite characters as a result of me getting to be the basic average girl. The had to give average girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> hmm. My next one is probably Felix. Ooh, good, good pick, good pick. He he's like the most like he might be the most wholesome character in the entire show. Um, he's just. He was so nice, and it was so great, and the whole weird, you know, KP's reaction to him being in a wheelchair, that was, that was uncalled for. Okay, I will not forget that. That, that is... It was was realistic, Oh, no, like, Ron was so on board, he's like, what's wrong? Like, we're just having fun, playing basketball, playing all this stuff, like, and she was so weird, but like, but he's in a He's in a wheelchair. Like, oh my gosh. Come on now. Come on. I won't forget it. Tim's grown a lot. She I has. They handled that perfectly, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it was nowhere near as bad as Pepper, but still. <laughs> well, Pepper's just evil. Don't even put Kid <laughs> Possible in the same sentence as Pepper. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you. All right, Curtis, you're number four. Number four, SSJ. Nice. Holistically, I think he's an incredibly fun villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He is a fun villain. I feel like there was some misses, though, with him that they could have done better. But Yeah, but I'll always go for high highs. Yep. Number five. Number five. I wanted to put... I so badly wanted to say Hank Perkins. <laughs> Do it. But I, I'm not quite going to go there. But honorable mention to Hank Perkins for just being the business guru and uh, almost an honorable evil JC. Not quite, but almost. But I'm going to give it to Lord Monty Fist. Nice. Monkey Fist. Respect. Love that character. Did you hear it? What? Did you hear my sigh? Oh, I'm sure. That's part of the reason I chose him. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I love his episodes. I, I love the whole mystical monkey power dynamic. I love the fact that Ron got his own villain and story arc that eventually paid off in spades. And none of that would be possible without Monkey Fist. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who you got, Josh? Well, my number five is maybe the hardest choice. Yeah. Because it's tied between two characters. Oh. Go with your heart. I have written one down. And I can't believe I'm doing this. I cannot believe I'm doing this. (laughs) My number five is Yuri. She is so cute. I'm surprised she wasn't higher. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but, like, and she probably could replace Felix, honestly. I don't think I'd put her above Rufus, though. Um, if I could make an amend, I 
Can I make an amend? As long as you're not stealing another character. No, no, no. Just switching. Switching four and five. I'm fine if Curtis is fine with it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, then Yuri is at four and Felix is at five. But back to Yuri. She's absolutely <laughs> adorable. And she just, like, her chemistry with Ron to me was amazing. And as you guys know, I totally want to go to Japan. And she's just she's just so cute and adorable. And she's also Wait. an amazing fighter. I want to see a fight between her and Kim. That was great. And she was a threat, as Kim saw, slightly to their relationship somewhat. So, Rue. Who did who did she beat out? Who was she tied with? Who do you think? I, I don't know. Doctor and possible. Hey. <laughs> that just makes too much sense. <laughs> That's yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. Good for you, Josh. Oh yes, yes, man. Honorable mention Doctor and Possible. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. I will continue to put her on my Insta story every so often. <laughs> You're gonna get random people just like, dude, what are you doing? Oh man, people love it. People love it. People liked it on my Facebook because I did both Insta and Facebook. People loved it on Facebook. I had more love on Facebook awesome. than I did Instagram, but yeah. Oh my word. <laughs> Alright, Curtis. Number five, Professor Dementor. Yeah, so great. He deserved to be on the list, and I'm Super sad fun. that I'm sad that Triple S didn't make it on our list. Yeah, I th- I thought about putting Triple S, but there just there wasn't as much of him, and I realized there's probably the same amount of him as there was Yuri, but still. Air Felix, I, and there was only like two episodes of Felix. But. There was definitely more of Triple S than there was of Yori. Yeah, oh, yeah. So if if Adrenaline had not, you know, rocked my world and made me so happy, uh, he would have definitely been my number four. Man. All right. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. No. Nope. It's leaving me. Oh, no. Yep. It's gone. It's totally well, I have a question gone. for you guys. Yeah. Overall thoughts, now that you've seen all of season four, how does it compare to the others? I do think that this batch redeemed season four for me. I completely agree. It does, but I still don't think it's the best season. No, I don't think it's the best season either. I think... Season three is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. And like it has a slow buildup of the romantic tension between Kim and Ron is just next level. It's got the best Draken and Shigo moments. It's just fantastic. Incredible. 10 out of 10. Um, but then I think it's, it's a debate about what, about whether I like two or four better. Yeah. Two, ha- two has a lot of good stuff, but I think four has higher highs. Four if does we, have higher highs. Mm. There was a no. lot of two, though. Two was much bigger. Well, like, not much bigger. Well, yeah. it was like eight episodes bigger. Yeah. 
Now, I'm curious to see how you guys would react to this, but if we cut out some of the filler episodes, like the Cap and Draken and, you know, some of the other weird episodes from season four, do you think it would go up uh, to be above season two or maybe even be tied with season three in your mind? It, it would probably go above season two for me, yeah. It probably would, but could you not apply the same thing to season two, though? It had some of those episodes in season two. That's true. If you cut out the filler. Yeah. Josh, we're not not supposed to have logical consistency here. (laughs) Fun. Seasons two and three are definitely the ones that I'm most nostalgic for. Um, Yes. To me, season three is definitely the best, like, by far. But quality-wise, yeah, I think I'd have to go... Personally, three, four. No, I think I would go three, two, four, one. That's what we said before. <laughs> That's what we said before. Well, it just shows that even though season four was redeemed, it still had a high bar to climb to beat season two. Yeah, because like season two is like a nine. To me. Yeah. yeah, and rightly so. I mean, we did but get I... past, present, and future in season two as well. So yeah. Exactly. And Sitch in Time is one of the highlights of all of KP for me. Love so, that. So would you agree to 3, 2, 4, 1? Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. 2 and 4 is a toss-up for me, though. I really don't know for sure, but probably. Yeah, it's a toss-up for me, too. Yeah. But I, I do think that the last batch didn't feel as off as the rest of season four. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt more like the rest of the show. Agree. Mm. Okay, yeah. Because, like, there was that whole, like, season four is just slightly off feeling. It did, which yeah. I, I didn't really feel that as much in the last batch. There were a, a couple moments here and there, but overall, felt pretty good. Yeah, I think, I know this is so random, and um, but... What's going on at 1 o'clock right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to ask the question, and then we're going to go into our top three moments. Um, I think yep. one of the, the weirdest things at the beginning of Season 4 that we went through was the whole Wade stuff. That was so <laughs> that, uncalled for. The more that, was that I pretty think weird. about it, it was extremely uncalled for. Like, unnecessary. By, by his last field mission time, I felt like it grew on me. It was still a little weird, but, you know, it was like Wade finally was starting to grow up and actually coming out of his room, and that constitutes some character development. And I'm kind of okay with it. He did have, like, one mission, but I just, I felt, it did, you're right, it felt more natural with him this last batch uh, when he went out on the mission, but for some reason, the first batch, it just felt so weird of him just being out and about and the whole him using the ray that was not no we've already all right all right so th- this is my question for you guys that i actually remembered that i was going to ask out of all the things we've watched kim possible which character do you hate the most hate the most yes or dislike um can can the amnesia be a character Oh my gosh, if you so wish. 
Amnesia okay. KP. Okay, okay. I can't believe okay. KP is in that premise in any way, shape, or form, JC. Like, What's that? I said I can't believe KP even comes up in conversation at all with that. It's just... Okay, okay, my official answer, and I'm locking this in, the man who created the amnesia device. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> All right, Curtis, what about you? That's a tough one. Hmm. I really don't know that I hate anybody specifically. I mean, the only characters that are bad usually only appear in like one episode. Yeah. I said everything that we've watched. Oh, and, oh, like, like even the live action. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna call out the uh, the girl from the live action movie. Uh, Athena, heck yeah. She, oh, she sucked. Exactly. Yep. Uh, that's that, your that's your that's that, your answer, Josh. That is my answer. Yes. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll go with, um, I'll go with the librarian. She always gave me bad vibes. <laughs> All right. Yep. Despite her only appearing in one episode. Yeah. It took me a second to remember the episode, but yeah, I remember it now. That was so weird. All right, so top three moments, guys, and then we're wrapping up Kim Possible. Crazy. And I just want to say that I pulled moments from the movies, too. Oh, so, all right. I want to put that out there. Yeah. I, anything, oh, yeah. Anything, I did, fair I did game. Three, anything was fair. Three is such a big number. I mean, such a small number. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I still think Curtis and I have the same two. <laughs> Out of the three, at least. All right. At least one, maybe two. All right. So we don't have to do rotation on this, but so, like, yeah. But who would like to go first? I'll go first since I've been going last recently. All right. True. All right. Uh, so honorable mention, I, I know this won't be in anybody else's top three, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Uh SSJ singing Quit Playing Games with My Head. I think that's one of the funniest moments in the entire show. I, l I love your connection with anything Oh Boys related, Curtis. It's we love the Oh Boys! <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. In fact, I would like to go ahead and petition that all three of us gain a new title because we are the, are oh, the boys. oh Boys! Oh. I like oh, it. Gosh. Let it be done. We are the O-Boys. So let it be oh, written. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number three, um, I have Ron unleashing his full power in Graduation Part 2. Oh, okay. Love that, that moment. Pace. I get chills every time I think about it. Super hype. Number two, favorite moment of all time is Shigo, give me a beat. Ah, yes. <laughs> Oh, because that man. that kicks off like some of the most joyful moments of the entire show. Yeah, uh, and then uh, my favorite moment is the so the drama kicks. Ah, okay, Josh, can I can I follow that? Oh gosh, yes, you may. <laughs> 
So, Curtis, my number three is Monkey Ninja Power. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the full thing from Graduation Part 2. Number two, I went back and forth between which exact moment I would pick, but I picked Naked Mole Rap. <laughs> yeah! Nice. nice. And number one, I literally wrote these four words down. So the drama kiss. Yep. Yep. Nice. So we basically had the same top three pairs, practically. <laughs> In essence, yeah. Yes. I love it. All right. So uh, my honorable mention is Barkin in the cargo container. Um, nice. Where he was just nice. absolutely flipping out, going bonkers. It was just, it was hilarious. Um, so my number three, I actually... I went very niche and very me. Something that stood out to me a ton. Um, When it was actually a line (laughs) on sick days, when Shigo laid that line on KP, someone has been drinking (gasps) fluids and retaining every ounce. Oh, yeah. That just was, like, the biggest, (laughs) like, most savage thing Shigo had, like, ever said, and I will probably not forget about it for the next, like, five years. (laughs) Can I I go ahead and uh, guess what your top one moment is? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going on two, but you can guess on number one if you want. I, I just have to throw this out there now. It, it might be top two, which is why I have to mention it now. But it's going to have to be Ann Possible's puppy dog face. Oh, my gosh. That's I, fair. That is fair, JC. You are speaking <laughs> my language here, but sadly, no, that didn't make the list. That's, that's just wrong. Because I know. That, that is your top favorite moment. It has to be, oh right? Oh, gosh. All what? right. So my number two moment was Kim kissing Ron, but not so the drama kiss. Ooh. Is, is it the is it the are you guys smacking lips? It's kiss? the were you guys smacking <laughs> lips moment with Wade. That is like my own like my favorite Wade moment and KP and Ron. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Just awesome. him watching were you guys smacking lips? <laughs> This 10-year-old just trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Oh, I, was... I was really scared for half a sec there that your full darkness correspondent was coming out, and it was the Kim melting kiss. Oh, no, no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> oh, there was the dream, though, the dream. Right. Um, I mean, and my number one was the naked mole rap. Nice. Oh. Like, it just was such a great moment. And just with Rufus and Ron, the more I think about Rufus, I think the more I love him. Like, uh, he's, so, he's so adorable. Um, on this show, I do not recommend anybody that going to a zoo and looking at naked mole rats, you might be scarred for life. It ain't a pretty sight. It's, it's not pretty at all. It's not cute and adorable like Rufus. Yeah. That was not rough. one bit. Um, uh, you did put in the, in the agenda for this to place the sh- places the show could go in the future, but I feel like we've discussed that quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, we, we've covered that enough. Like, my only additional thought, and, like, Josh already took it, was, um, 
I think that if there isn't a season five or a direct continuation, I think Han Unstoppable should be the protect. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. With like him and Ron being mentors. Yes. Yeah. Going full Bat Batman Beyond with it. Yes. Ooh, yeah. There's that, or like, like the rumors are that Ron and Kim died on a mission, and Han doesn't believe it, and she goes in search for them. Ooh. Oh. It'd be so good, and. Like, she gets her own rogues gallery, but they we also mix in some older impossible villains in there. True, she could go to some of the old villains because she's thought, "Have you seen Kim and Ron? Have you seen Kim and Ron?" And they're doing their own thing, like you know, they're Dra- all retired. Draken and Shigo are like planning a wedding or something, you know, like yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yes. Okay, okay, guys. We have to pull out the master list. The list, the ranking list above all ranking lists. And we have to talk about where does Kim Possible rank? Oh, man. Oh, with the shows. With the shows, yes. Yes. So, I, I, oh, yeah. Okay, so. We got to. Because mine is is the most obvious, so I'll go ahead (laughs) and get that out of the way. Yep. Um, so, bottom to top, I have The Butt Man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Iron Man Armored Adventures. Transformers Prime. X-Men Evolution. Demon Slayer at number four. Prawn Uprising. Akame Got Kill and Kim Possible at number one. Nice. That makes sense. That was just too much too much love I have for this show. It's I'm, a top ten show I'm of all time. I'm so curious to see if JC will put... Kim Possible, no, or if Transformers Pine will remain number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. But we have that's, knowledge, that's... though. We've already had kind of this discussion, and yeah, you yeah. Know. So J- <laughs> JC, JC, give your list then. It's okay. like, oh, I wonder if Josh is going to put Avatar: Last Airbender above Batman: The Animated Series. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: He's not. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Iron Man: Armored Adventure season two. iron man armored adventure season one literally this is jc's attempt to not have the batman at the bottom yep it's a pretty weak attempt absolutely it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) never changing (laughs) all right demon slayer x-men evolution akame got kill tron uprising kim possible and transformers prime yep yeah Yep. I knew it. <laughs> Josh, put KP at the bottom. We can all come back. Okay. Um, so at the bottom is the Butt Man. It is what it is. Butt it's man. called the Butt Man, not because Batman's the butt, but because this show is the butt of rankings Um, for us. Um, Iron Man Armored Adventures, then Transformers Prime, then X-Men Evolution. So, so far I've been on par with Curtis. This is when things get different. Akame, then Kim Possible. I will take it. Then Tron, then Demon Slayer. Nice. I am very happy with that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm actually kind of surprised you put it above Akame. Yeah, that's what I thought maybe the, the difference. But yeah, like in terms of entertainment overall... Like, Akame is probably easier to rewatch. <laughs> well, yeah. But because of its short nature. Um, but Kim Possible, I feel like, was more entertaining 
I liked having the laugh, laughing moments, even though I am the darkness correspondent. Um, <laughs> and Draken was just, just so great. Wonderful. Now, okay, somebody stick a pin in this idea for later, because when we do our 10 show spectacular, I want us each to make a top 10 characters of all time. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about that um, because we've talked about the ones that are part of Quarter Cape's lore, like Ryan O'Brien. Yeah. You know, well, like yeah, we, just... we okay. We should we should all like kind of in live action comprehensively put one of those together of like our favorite meme characters, but also like have our own personal like favorites. Who's who's the meme character of Kim Possible? Oh, that's a good question. Oh my goodness. Um, I kind of, I know this seems like it's weird, but I kind of feel like it's wrong. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. For me, or, honestly, honestly, it's probably Barkin. Yeah, yeah, Barkin. Yeah, Barkin sounds good. Because, yeah, Barkin TV. could be the meme character, yes, TV, while Ron could possibly make top 10 characters overall. So, oh, yeah. yeah. My, my personal meme is now uh, Adrenaline. Oh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyways it's 1 15 in the morning so let's wrap right. this up ladies right. do we do we want to tease our next show yes so curtis is about to give the pitch for the next show we agreed upon this like a month ago or so maybe longer uh oh, been longer oh yeah it was back in may i feel like we agreed on this and it's almost the end of july um <laughs> so curtis give us the pitch of the next show we will watch Oh man, I forgot that I wrote this this silliness. All right, all right, let's do this. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I start by quoting a Coldplay song. Oh goodness! And I I don't like Coldplay, but I do like this song. Uh, okay, and the quote is: "It was a long and dark December. From the rooftops, I remember there was snow, white snow. Oh, clearly, clearly, I remember." From the windows they were watching while we froze down below. Dang. Love. Okay, this is me writing now. Love wrapped in tragedy. Darkness wrapped in grace. Potential grizzled by pain. Welcome to the unforgiving world of Piltover. A world alight with both magic and technology. We follow several different plot threads as they navigate a fascinating geopolitical landscape. That's about as descriptive as I can get, but let me unfurl some rare attributes of this show. Ludicrous, evocative animation. The only work that even compares is Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Dang. Speaking my language, a, man. A truly unpredictable plot. Excellent yet deceptive foreshadowing. Ooh. And incredible musical selections, both non-vocal and vocal throughout. Nice. Bonafide Avatar-level characters. Ooh, the stamp! You won't even be able to tell who's getting a superhero origin story or a villain origin story. Oh. And we'll be debating it by the end of it. Join me as we enter the best show we have reviewed up to this point. Oh. Ar Arcane. My goodness. That's quite the pitch. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's a high. That's a tall order, Curtis. <laughs> tall order. Throwing into the Spider Verse out there, which is like one of the best Marvel movies ever created. Um. Well, yeah, specifically, it's animation. Yeah, yeah, and it is animation. I mean, throwing names like Avatar, The Last Airbender, notoriously having some of the best characters and character arcs. Man, that's crazy. Dang. That's crazy, man. Very excited. So, in terms of... um, We've already previously discussed the drafting, so we're going to be uh, reviewing this show three episodes at a time, each episode ranges about 45 um, minutes and uh, we have already chosen um, basically the draft and Curtis stated because he has seen the show Curtis stated that these usually go in arcs of three and the third episode is usually the best of the arc that is within that so I have been given episode three in the first one now in terms of who gets one and two curtis jc you want one or two me two all right right. i'll take one jc picks two curtis will star us off in his hot rankings when we finally get to the show also since these are longer episodes and we're only reviewing three of them i think we should raise the hot point minimum to ten um, okay. I mean, I feel like we hit 10 a few times in Kim Possible, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I, quite I, a few I, times. I, that's, why, that's why I said minimum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, minimum. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was, there was no maximum there. Yeah, there was no maximum. Kim Possible sometimes just went play by play. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we sign out? Oh, yeah. Don't skip the intro in Arcane, because I think that conceptually you'll get different appreciations for it as it evolves and as the show evolves nice yeah that okay yeah i'm for that oh i usually okay last 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 thing <laughs> jc you gotta read your kim possible pitch again oh that's a good point i need to find that how close is it to you jc give me like 20 seconds if you guys can fill in the time Oh, no, I got it. I don't even need anything. All right, we got it. All right, is everyone ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Gentlemen, come with me on a journey to a town called Middleton, where Curtis gasped. Yes, and I had no idea yeah. what you were talking about. <laughs> where we will be spending time at one Middleton High School. When we're not at home with our rocket scientist father, brain surgeon mother, and twin genius little brothers. Come with me after school where we can shop at Club Banana and eat some nachos with Will Friedle's character at the Bueno Nacho. But wait, what's the situation? We need to travel halfway across the world to stop a supervillain? No prob. I'll just call in a favor. Gentlemen... Join me in taking an adventure into the world of Kim Possible. A superhero as resourceful as Batman and as relatable as (laughs) Spider-Man. 
a hero that has to navigate high school and boys, as well as saving the world from an impressive Rose Gallery of supervillains. The chiefest among them being the lovely and feisty Shigo, Josh's ideal woman. No. <laughs> Not you, too far. You off. were overlooking <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's best friend, Ron Stoppable. Words cannot describe how much I love this character. He's the man we will consistently wish that we were throughout this show as he gets right. to work alongside Kim and help fight Chica. This show will return us to our superhero roots while simultaneously giving us something refreshingly new for our podcast, especially for those of us who may not be as familiar with them. Kim Possible will bring to the court a show with the most character development that we've seen to date, as well as the most heart. What more can be said besides let's go on an adventure with a naked mole rat? Very well done, Jason. Our radio host right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh, you so much. Yes. Great it was quite pitch. Fun. We've gone on quite the adventure. My goodness. And I'm so glad everyone has, or for those that have followed along with us on this adventure, we are the Court of Capes where your favorite judges discuss, rate, and rank hero content, anime, live action, and animation. Our next bit will actually be anime, right? Oh, Curtis, is it classified as anime or animation? Nope, animation. Animation. Western audience. No, it's a Western. Okay. Yeah, Um, made in the West. Well, we are sticking with that. You can find us on Spotify or other podcast services around the globe, as well as YouTube. We love having you. And if you're listening to this 20 years later, we still love you and appreciate all the support. Yes. All right, guys, this is your last KP line before we sign out. JC. Please and thank you. Curtis. What's the search? All right, my boys. Well, everybody out there, can I get a booyah?